the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Indeed, welcome to the show. This is Edwin Herman from the Boys of Tech, New Zealand's longest running tech podcast. This episode is number 372 for Wednesday, the 2nd of March, 2016. Now, in the last week, a couple of stories caught my attention. First up, an update on the Apple versus the FBI case. So Apple has just scored a major victory. Uh, A judge has ruled against the government as it tries to invoke the All Writs Act, also known as the AWA Act. So a magistrate judge ruled the government can't force Apple to help it unlock the iPhone 5, at least not under the All Writs Act. So this is the same law that the FBI is invoking to demand that Apple build this, uh, this special version of iOS to allow the FBI to effectively brute force the locked iPhone 5C. Magistrate Judge James Orenstein essentially calls the government's interpretation of the AWA too broad, so much so that if it were applied in the way that the government is wanting to, it would be considered unconstitutional. And he's also made a uh, an argument for why Congress should make a decision on just how far the AWA can go. So what does that mean next? Well, it's hoped, at least by Apple and those that support Apple, that the judge in the uh, in the next uh, case, which I think was going to be heard in California, uh, will you know could well be influenced by that ruling. The software giant versus the government will take place on March the 22nd. Before then, Apple does have to testify before the US House of Representatives Judiciary Committee, as does the uh, FBI as well. So we'll keep you up to date uh, with, with what's happening with that. Also, support for Apple from Microsoft, Google, Facebook, and Amazon. Those four giants uh, behind the biggest giant of all, well, once was the biggest giant, I guess now technically it's Alphabet, isn't it? <laughs> Again. Uh, so yeah, those four giants are, are behind Apple's decision. Uh, you know, I think in a similar situation, they would be responding in the same way that Apple is responding and they're getting right by. It's, it's really interesting because, you know, these are some competitors, well, at least Microsoft less now, but, st- you know, it is still the case. Google, very much a competitor. And, you know, yet they're backing Apple's decision, which is great to see. It kind of, it's almost really brought them together. It's kind of like everyone versus the FBI. Uh, so that's what's happening in at the moment with that. And as I say, I'll give you an update uh, in the next episode as to where that's going. The other story I wanted to mention was, well, you know, Google's self-driving car, for, you know, up until recently, we were able to say it had a squeaky clean record out of all the minor incidents, minor accidents that the Google car has been involved in. 
it has always been the fault of the other driver, the, the driver, the human driver in the other vehicle. However, recently, an accident involving the Google self-driving car has changed that. The Google car was approaching an intersection. Uh, it was attempting to turn right. Now, remember, this is in the United States where they drive on the right-hand side of the road. So it was wanting to turn right, and it was in the right lane, but it had stopped due to sandbags on the side of the road. It began to move toward the centre of the lane to make the right turn and get around the sandbags just as a bus began approaching from behind. Now, both the self-driving car and the in-car driver saw the bus approaching and both assumed that the bus would slow down to allow the Google car to continue. Unfortunately, three seconds later, it hit the side of the bus. Now, no one was hurt. It was just a very minor uh, fender bender, as they call it. But nevertheless, it, I guess, now takes away that, what do you call it, that squeaky clean record. The Google car was only travelling at two miles per hour. That's uh, three kilometres per hour. And the bus was doing around 15 miles an hour, which is 25 k's. So there we have it, folks. The Google self-driving car is not completely flawless. However, I think it's still fair to say that its record is far, far better than the average driver. Simply because if it were the same as the average driver, then you would expect half of the incidents to be the Google car's fault and the other half the other driver's fault. So Google also has said it's going to, uh, they're going to learn from that. They they are going to change the algorithms and the in the you know in the AI for the car so that they understand that buses and other large vehicles as well are less likely to give way than other types of vehicles. So you know I'm thinking when I'm driving now that I think about it I guess there is a certain amount of assumptions that you make you know when you're in a situation like that where you need to sort of creep out a little bit you make some assumptions have the cars behind me or you know to the side of me have they seen me uh does it look like they're letting me go does it look like the they haven't seen me or perhaps they have but they don't, they don't want to let me go you kind of have to read that situation because initially I thought a driver shouldn't be making assumptions. But as I thought about it more deeply, that is exactly what you do when you're driving. You, you, you make assumptions. It really comes down to where you draw the line and how, I guess, uh, risk-averse your assumptions are. How defensive do you, defensively do you drive? So yeah, there'll be some small changes to the self-driving algorithm. And hopefully that should prevent incidents like this from happening but so far I'm, I'm very much impressed I mean you know just just because of this one incident I don't think you can you know criticize the self-driving car it's it's done as I said earlier it's it's really performing it's outperforming the average driver the average human driver all right well look that's all I had for you just a very quick one this week but definitely we'll be monitoring that apple case very closely because this would set a huge precedent. So we'll see where that goes. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us. Great to have your company again. See you again next time. Until then, have a great week. Goodbye. Goodbye.